Welcome back to Well, That's Interesting, the Vigilante Justice and Elephants Throwing Logs edition. Oh boy. <laughs> this sounds like a lot to unpack, Jill. I'm it not going to lie. It really is. We're going <laughs> we're gonna to go over so much shit. <laughs> that's, oh. It's just, I'm so excited. I cannot wait. I'm excited. Also, why are these elephants throwing logs? Yeah. What happened? Yes. What? Who did something to them? <laughs> so, who are they throwing at? Are they just throwing? So many questions. So many questions. Uh, episode 046, Elephant Personalities. They got them and know how to use them. That's right. I'm Jill Chacha and I am with the uh, super pumped Marissa Riley. Thank you. I am so pumped. Anything involving an elephant is like the best thing ever. It really is. I'm so, so damn excited. So excited. Yeah. So today is all about big personalities, literally big and figuratively big. And I wanted to start off episode 046 with something from the flock. And uh, if this is your first time listening, welcome. Welcome to the flock. Welcome to the flock. Yeah. like I said, I'm Jill Chacha, and uh, Dr. Riley over here... Not a doctor. <laughs> uh, ...comes in cold, so she learns everything in real time, just like you. It's true. I have no idea exactly what Jill is going to talk about. <laughs> it is quite the mystery, and so all of my reactions will be 100% honest and loud. That's right. So, <laughs> I can always guarantee right. a loud reaction. <laughs> yes. Loud, laughing, screaming, you name it. Every time. Yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, now, something was sent in from Lauren Nayert over Instagram. And Lauren, I'm so sorry if I just destroyed your last name. I've been practicing it all day. Still can't say it. We, she, we really have practiced <laughs> yeah. it. And it, it stumped us both. And so please write in if you, yeah. if you have a correction. We need a phonetic spelling. Because yes. I asked I like, I asked Marissa, I'm like, how do you pronounce this? I have no idea. I think I stared at it for a good 30 <laughs> seconds before I said, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, Anyway, Lauren, you're amazing, and thank you for sending us what I think is beyond interesting and falls into the category of exquisite. Oh, la la. I know. Now, before we get into it, friendly reminder to everyone in the flock, you too can send us what you think is interesting. Yeah, and if you think it's interesting, we are going to geek the fuck out over it. Oh my god. Yes. We're we're going to be so excited. Please send it to yeah, us. Yeah, and it can be anything. It can be an article. It can be an email about a personal experience, a photo, whatever. Send it to well, that's interesting pod at Gmail. Uh, again, Instagram, well, that's interesting pod. Or you could tweet us at WTI underscore pod. So many beautiful places so many, to say hi. Yeah, just so many overwhelming places. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, so, my plan is that if we get enough of your stories, we can do like one episode a month reading them. I love that. Plan. Which would be great. Some yeah. more content. And I'm thinking the wor- working title for those episodes would be From the Flock. So, that's from you. That's from our, you guys. This is our flock of business geese. Yes. By the way, it's a long story. Yes. Just go with us. Yes. You have to. Go with us on it. You know, it's the, the reasoning is a few episodes back. A few episodes back. You'll catch yeah. on. You'll catch on. Yeah, yeah, totally. So let's get back to Lauren's submission. About a little something happening in their neck of the woods, a little place called Arkansas. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is random. <laughs> yes. Now, Arkansas's official state motto is Regnant Populus, which is Latin for the people rule. And someone in Arkansas has taken this literally. Oh, I'm stressed. Is <laughs> yes. this? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yes, yeah. go on. Okay. Now, Lauren sent us an article from the Arkansas Times, and the title says it all. Local superhero Shadow Vision vows to take down Little Rock Slasher. Okay, I'm no longer stressed. <laughs> I 
a different kind of stress, but also really excited. This, <laughs> this takes so many turns. It's really oh wonderful. God. Okay. So for eight years, North Little Rock, in, in North Little Rock, a grown man has lived the childhood dream of anonymous vengeance. Aww. Right. Oh my gosh. And Dr. Marissa, I, I know I briefly showed you this article when Lauren sent it in a while back. Yeah. It's been a while. So would you like a refresher and see photos of shadow vision. Yes, I would love to. Okay, now yes. please describe his outfit, the weapons, whatever you see, whatever you think. And of course, every photo we talk about today is going to be on our Instagram and tw uh, Twitter. Twitter. So, Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, Twitter. So this is the first photo. Oh, yes, I remember this photo. Okay. <laughs> I, I love it. I yeah. think, okay, so it's a guy standing on, you know, some sort of like sidewalk situation broad daylight trees and he's he looks like a member of daft punk hmm. um outfit wise he's got like a belt he's got like a, like yeah. a work belt with like stuff on it That's you know right. superhero right. stuff he's got like arm uh arm plates plates yep. with little uh what are the thing on the car that the what is the call? <laughs> um, they have little yeah. fins, anyways. Yeah. <laughs> and he's holding these uh, two long, skinny swords that match, you yeah. know, like from like Mortal Kombat or something yeah. like that. They he's have, got a yeah. sweet helmet. Sweet helmet. Everything matches. All in black. All in black. Now this is a from him from a standing position from the back. Oh, nice. Okay, so he's got some. <laughs> He's got some matching pants. He's got like a backpack sheath for his swords. Um, yeah. He's got boots. There you go. Looking ready to, ready to go. Ready to go. <laughs> I, th I really think it's an outfit very much inspired by like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle I era. see it. Yes. Yeah. yes Which yes, I think yes. reveals his age range yeah. a little bit. So these are, my <laughs> these are my sleuthing skills at work. Uh, yeah, he's got ninja swords, and if you look at his right leg, there's a weapon um, Raphael used from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Those three-pronged sighs, the oh, ninja yeah! sighs. Yeah, yeah. You can like put your fingers around them. Yeah, yeah. Please look at the Instagram. <laughs> I'm terrible at describing this, but you should see it. It's yeah, great. and those arm plates are like. If you know who Shredder is, that's that's what they look like. I don't know who Shredder yeah. is, okay. but I will be googling that later. So I know you're what you're all wondering. Why is Shadow Vision in the news? Yes, well, good question. <laughs> quote, Shadow Vision stepped out of the shadows this week to issue a public challenge to the serial stab stabber blamed for three deaths and one violent attack in the past year. <gasps> All attacks happened in the wee hours in a section of Midtown Little Rock, south of I-630. <gasps> I know, and this is him speaking, I know that the serial stabber is keeping an eye on my page here. Shadow Vision wrote on Facebook. Oh, <laughs> Shadow Vision. So, so this is a threat to you, and when I find you, I will show you what I do to serial killers. I am hunting you right now. End quote. So. Okay. Yeah. Got it. So. <laughs> All right. So yeah. we're fighting crime. Yeah. Starting on Facebook. St yeah, that's With right. With the Facebook page. With the Facebook page. Okay. He's got swords, a Facebook page. He also has two unverified vigilante murders under his belt. What? Uh, sorry, utility belt. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> yeah. Telling journalist Austin Bailey he's, quote, exterminated two serial killers. Oh. Yeah. I also love how he thinks the Little Rock Slasher is, like, following his page. Which yeah. Which says a lot about him. Anyway, Dr. Marissa, every hero has an origin story, so please tell us Shadow Vision's origin story. I would love to. All right. Quote, 
Shadow Vision came here from Scotland eight years ago, which perhaps explains his unusual speech pattern. <laughs> he made home in North Little Rock because he felt a calling. I heard everyone here was losing hope, so I decided to head out and start helping, he said. So he brought his martial arts skills and impressive superhero kit and marked out his patrol area, which is usually confined to North Little Rock. And quote, what an origin story. Yeah. I <laughs> did not expect that. I have equal parts laughing and also just like, it's perfect. In awe of yeah. someone following their dream. Like, wow. I, I've had a lot of dreams, but I've never quite literally followed them to yeah. a T like this. Yeah, it's incredible. And I didn't think this could get any better until I kept reading. Um, there's a photo of Shadow on his Facebook page, and it's of him standing next to a fountain drink dispenser in a real-life convenience store that's called, I shit you not, come and go. Oh my God. I'm looking at Jill's notes too. Come and go spelled with a K if you wanted to <laughs> yes. love, love that title even oh better. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, so my friends there, I don't know how to put this, but we live in a world where a Scottish man is living in the Southern state of Arkansas and dons a full superhero gear while buying soft drinks at a place called Come and Go. I mean, so. if that's not relatable, I don't know what is. <laughs> you know, we, we've been looking for a relatable superhero. Yeah. That's Iron true. Man, it's over. Shadow Vision. Oh, shit. Here we go. You got a good point. Someone call Marvel. Yeah. You got a good point. We got to get Marvel on this. Yeah. So. I, I, I drink things from places like Come and Go. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Redact. <laughs> so I looked it up. Come and Go is totally real, and I want all of their merch. Uh, it's a convenience store chain primarily located in the Midwest, a company based in Des Moines, Iowa, and operates 400 stores in 11 states. What? Yeah, so it's successful. <laughs> I mean... Okay, we're, the uh, merch thing, was that a joke or is there actually merch? There's gotta be. There's I mean, gotta be merch. When you have 400 stores in 11 states, I mean, you're successful. How could this not be successful? Dude, I need that tote. <laughs> I need that tote now. I need that shirt now. I need this sweatshirt. I need the coffee mug. <laughs> I want the keychain. I want, do they have underwear? <laughs> oh no, Jesus. <laughs> oh God, I know what else you're thinking. Does Shadow Vision work alone? And yes, most... <laughs> exactly what I was asking. <laughs> so, yes, most of the time. But don't worry, <clears throat> but don't worry, Arkansas. You have other unregulated men to protect you. And on occasion, they get together. What? Quote, sometimes he teams up with fellow North Little Rock defenders master legend and anti-hero but for the most part shadow vision works alone there are other superheroes <laughs> yes. in arkansas in arkansas yeah do we have any superheroes <laughs> is there a, a superhero of queens <laughs> <laughs> of queens new york yeah jesus do i need to do this i don't i really don't i, I will not be doing this Oh my God! So I'm officially calling a bro of unregulated vigilant. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm officially calling a group of unregulated vigilantes a bro. Oh, a bro of vigilantes. A bro of vigilantes. I Does love that worked? it. Works. Right. Works beautifully. Well, so now Shadow Vision has a lot to work with. Uh, officially, his costume includes quote a steel helmet, bulletproof chest and back plates, nice. uh, shoulder pads, 
Fanged arm cuffs. He. That, that's yeah. what I was looking for earlier. Fanged arm cuffs. That's right. Fanged arm cuffs. He uses to catch himself on downhill slides. So something Ooh. must have happened there. Yeah. Handcuffs. Two steel says or size. Sorry. Two steel size strapped to his thighs and two katanas that ride on his back. End quote. He's prepared. He's prepared, y'all. But Dr. Marissa, tell us what Shadow at the moment lacks. Okay, all right, quote, the one obvious thing missing from his arsenal is speed. Shadow Vision lacks any type of superhero mobile, so he walks wherever he goes, end quote. <laughs> That's right. I got it. Yeah. So yeah. he doesn't have a car. Does not have a car. Okay. No, or, but, or a plane. No plane. No helicopter. <laughs> I don't know why I thought if <laughs> If he doesn't have a car, he would have a plane. So, uh, no vehicle, uh, no vision vehicle. Uh, okay. So everything about this is just perfect. So he's actually currently working on obtaining a car. Uh, okay. His preference being a Scion XD. He noted that uh, oh. to the journalist. Um, <coughs> let's just hope the Little Rock Slasher has weak legs and no getaway vehicle. So there we go. That's right. <laughs> After the break. We're going to get into some sciencey shit and watch elephants throw stuff. Amazing. So the big personalities is continuing. Yeah. Yeah. So please stay tuned. Please do. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes. So doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. I'm Jane Perlez, longtime foreign correspondent and former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. I've been a foreign correspondent in lots of places, Somalia, Indonesia, Pakistan, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I mean, China is not dropping anti-democratic paratroopers into Montana. But of course, we did see things like the weather balloon slash spy balloon riveting the whole country for a week. This is Face Off an eight-part series in which we'll take you behind the scenes to key moments in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. We'll speak with a diplomat, a spy, a tech reporter, a U.S. admiral, even Yo-Yo Ma. Plus, my pal and noted China historian Rana Mitter joins the conversation. We'll look at what's driving the two nations apart and explore whether anything can help bring them back together. Face-Off launches April 9th. Hey everyone, Jill Chacha here from Well That's Interesting, and I am absolutely thrilled to tell you about Spotify for Podcasters. I use it, I love it, and it all started by downloading the free Spotify for Podcasters app, which has all the tools you need in one place to record and edit your masterpiece of a podcast. 
Spotify for Podcasters also distributes your show to all major platforms. So when you hit publish, your episodes will stream not only on Spotify, but I'm talking about the Apples, the Googles, Stitcher, Good Pods, the other ones. <laughs> you get the idea. And you can monetize your podcast with no minimum listenership required. You could also set up monthly subscriptions and record ads just like this one. So what are you waiting for? Download Spotify for Podcasters today and start changing the world. Oh, and please, stay interesting. And we're back. We are so back. We're so back. And we're going to make some new friends. Oh, my God. That's really? right. Are you ready? Really? Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm first. so down. <laughs> <laughs> but first, but first, way, way, way back in in between 028. What? That's right. We talked about a study that included four pigs. Uh, Ebony. <gasps> oh, she just grabbed me. You know, you know them? Yes. Do you remember? Ebony, yes. <laughs> Ebony and Ivory and Hamlet and Omelette. Yes, Hamlet and Omelette. How can I forget? Ah, sorry, the screaming, it's happening. I, I warned you guys. Yeah, sorry. Scream with me if you so, want. Uh, they essentially had their own little video game arcade. Uh, scientists engineered a joystick they could move with their snout and a screen they could view low to the ground at eye level. Highly recommend, at the very least, looking at our Instagram yeah. uh, from that one so you can see the photos of these goddamn pigs playing goddamn <laughs> video games. It is the cutest thing yeah. you will ever see in your life. It really is. It really is. Um, researchers wanted to know if pigs could understand that their behavior of moving the joystick had a direct effect on what took place on that screen and that their actions had consequences. Now, if you're wondering how you even get a pig to play video games, uh, have a listen to Inbetweeny. 028 because we break all that shit down and that was a lot of fun it was so fun it's so, amazing spoiler alert uh the pigs definitely knew what they were doing and how to get the desired outcome now again they played like a version of pong basically yeah and yeah, yeah. and when they played well that resulted in getting a big old wad of dog food amazing and, uh, and they got more screen time and they had a fucking blast and it was clear they totally understood that their behavior affected the little world around them and I have to just clarify, isn't it true that the people who showed them the video game, like they came back to visit and the pigs were actually so excited yes. at the thought of playing the video game again? Yes, exactly. It is the sweetest thing in the world. Like yeah. they were, I think they were more pumped to play the video game than they were about the dog food at some point, right? <laughs> Probably. It's hard to say, but they they fucking had a, they fucking loved their setup. It's, yeah. It's I mean, goddamn they got to eat junk food all day and play video games. So I think we could all relate to The that. dreams. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that study revealed some insight into piggy psychology. Uh, it was revealed that they could think abstractly. Uh, today, we're going to talk about another study and a, a study in a field that's finally gaining a lot of traction in the scientific community. Oh. Research into animal personality. It's about time. That's right. They have such... Look at one dog. I Look know. at one dog. One goddamn dog. It, the, there's more personality in one goddamn dog <laughs> than there is in um, other stuff, you know? <laughs> That's right. Probably more than the people you've been on dates with. There you go. So. That's... She finishes my sentence. There you folks. go. Uh, it should be noted that studies into animal personality are a little different than studies into human personality. Uh, complex concepts like identity, beliefs, goals, they're not applicable to our animal friends. So when we say personality, we mean the bare bones definition. 
individual differences in behavior that are consistent across time and context. So what the hell does that mean? If you've ever had a pet, <laughs> if you've ever had a pet at some point in your life, uh, you kind of know how your pet acts day to day, essentially. Yeah. 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 It's repeated behavior. It's even predictable. You know how they're going to react like to certain words or sounds or situations. You can, you know what I mean? Oh yeah. Yeah. So Let's get back to this study, shall we? We shall. Okay, so it came out just this month, published in the Journal of Comparative Psychology, and it's available online through the American Psychological Association, if you so fancy a read. Now, again, the subjects weren't human, but they still took a personality assessment and participated in some problem-solving tasks. And Uh that's right, we're going to get all into that, but let's talk about our human researchers first. Okay. Okay. Lisa Barrett and Sarah Benson Amram of the University of Wyoming's Animal Behavior and Cognition Lab. Now, Lisa and Sarah had a seemingly simple question. Does the personality of animals play an important role in how well they can solve new problems? That's an amazing question. It's an amazing question. Looks kind of easy on paper, maybe, (laughs) but it turns out it's really not easy at all. And you have to do a lot to get an answer. I can imagine. Yeah especially when the animals in question aren't domesticated, weigh thousands of pounds, and are scattered across the United States. Oh, here I was thinking, I mean, I know, I know the animal that we're most likely going to talk about from the title, but a part of me was like, yeah, are we going to do my dog? Like, (laughs) are we going to do my childhood dog, Freddy? Like... (laughs) He has an awesome personality. Yeah. I don't think it would help him accomplish anything. <laughs> it was kind of derpy. Aw. But if if you've ever had a derpy animal, you know they are the best animals. Derpy. Hashtag derpy. Hashtag derpy rot. Yeah. Derpy Rottweiler. <laughs> there you go. The best. Uh, so, Dr. Marissa, would you please tell us who and where our subjects were found, as provided by the University of Washington website, uwyo.edu. Absolutely. All right, quote, the authors of the paper tested 15 Asian elephants and three African savanna elephants at three zoos across the country, the San Diego Zoo, the Smithsonian's National Zoological Park, and the Oklahoma City Zoo, with the help of elephant caretakers and quote fuck yeah elephants that's right fuck yeah elephants fuck yeah we found our volunteers 18 delightful elephants with equally delightful given names oh, like oh i didn't even think of that that's right they've got names uh Devi and mary in san diego oh. there's i know there's maharani in the smithsonian zoo oh. and achara and bamboo in oklahoma city and we're gonna get back to them in a minute achara and yeah. bamboo That's, i know i just love that there's an elephant named mary i was just about to say, i was just about to say like the most basic human name is so perfect it's i love so it so much perfect i really want like a like a Kevin or a George. Kenneth the elephant. I know. So great. Kenneth. Does it wear glasses and a tie? I don't know. Should it? Probably not. But. Uh, so great. All, all, all for it. So all for it. One item off of our to-do list. Uh, next, we have to get acquainted and get to know our new large friends. We have to categorize their personalities. And since they couldn't ask, 
research, excuse me, researchers came up with an ingenious way to assess who is behind the tusk. Ooh, behind the tusk. That's right. They did with s- still cha-cha. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> they did something all pet owners have done before. They presented the elephants with an unfamiliar object just to see how they would react and filmed it. I mean, <laughs> this is my favorite thing to watch uh, on Instagram yep. is, is other people's like pasted TikTok videos of like, showing like a dog your hand yeah and what it does it's something so cute fuck (laughs) i I think my new tv my favorite tv show is just animals on instagram yeah it never fails yeah never lets you down never it's better than breaking bad (laughs) or whatever (laughs) new show people are uh, touting (laughs) um so in this case, there were three separate objects okay. uh, showed on three separate occasions, and this was to look for consistency in behavior. Okay. So elephants were left alone with uh, some mylar balloons, okay. a burned log, oh. and a box containing a sample of a predator's urine, uh, basically lion or hyena pee. That is so specific. Yes. Question, what is a mylar balloon? Oh, so those are like inflated birthday balloons. Oh, great. Yeah. Uh, like, it's a... You know, it's like happy anniversary, happy divorce balloons. Okay, you know, like you, yeah. I gotcha. Yeah, I got gotcha. Kind of shiny. Yes. Yes. And when they pop, you um, save them forever for some reason. Yeah. Or, or that's what I did. Yeah. When you inhale them, it makes your voice all fucked up. Yes. Yeah. Good yeah. times. Yeah. So now, Dr. Marissa, I said this was all filmed, and I'd love to show you the videos of the elephant's reactions. And I would love to watch them. <laughs> that's right. Dr. Jill, please, <laughs> please show them to me. <laughs> They are super short, so I can replay them, like, a bunch of times, as many times as you need. Great, we will. Now, (laughs) please channel your inner uh, animal psychologist and tell us what you see. Tell us what kind of personality you think the elephant has, etc. Their environment, blah, blah, blah. And for the folks at home, you can totally play along. All of these videos are available on, you guessed it, YouTube. Fuck yeah. So simply search... Lisa Barrett, B-A-R-R-E-T-T, or Lisa Barrett Elephant and her channel with all the videos will pop up. Amazing. I know what I'm doing all later. All right. So, <laughs> so I'd love to show you one of my favorite videos. Uh, this is where Achara and Bamboo are filmed separately, handling a burned log. Okay. Okay. Now, their reactions are priceless. Please tell us what you see. Okay. So let me pull up that YouTube video. Oh my god, I'm so excited. Okay, so. Okay, so far I see um, an elephant. Yeah. So I think a Achara... <laughs> <laughs> It's a baby elephant. It's a baby. I think it says Achara and bamboo, so I think Achara went up first. Okay. So please tell us Achara's reaction to a burned log. Will do. Alright, here we go. Oh. Oh my god. Okay, Achara is picking it up and throwing it down immediately. Picking it up <laughs> Now she's balancing it on her head. I'm sorry, I don't know the gender. Balancing it on their head. Oh, now they're like pushing it around with the foot. Here we go. We've got it in the trunk. We've got it. Oh, we throw it really far away. Oh, what a great finale. (laughs) So that was bamboo, I think. That was a larger elephant. Oh, this is bamboo. Okay, apologies. Okay, bamboo. No, that's a chara. Oh, this is a chara. Okay, I I really want to get it straight. Uh, Okay. Achara, I, I'm obsessed with Achara. Um, Achara just wants to have fun. Yeah. Achara just keeps picking it up, throwing it, balancing it on its head. Just having um, a fucking blast. Having the best time. Did I catch a little smile? <laughs> I think that was in my head. But 
dude, this elephant is having the time of its goddamn life. Yeah. And that second larger, much larger elephant, I think that was bamboo, and they just fucking tossed it right out of the cage. Yeah. It was yeah. pretty great. Yeah. Just like not having it. Out. <laughs> Very mischievous. Give me the next one. <laughs> That's right. Pass. So fantastic. Uh, all right. So, so we've got curious and mischievous, I guess, personalities. Yes. yes. Uh, so Fun. here's here's another video that I think is really interesting. It's Maharani's reaction to the lion and/or hyena pee located in a box right outside the cage. Okay. So okay. there's a lot going on here. Okay. She also. So I'm looking at Maharani. It's a she. Uh, I keep saying she, but I. That's probably not appropriate. Maybe they? Because I don't know. We'll go with they. Yeah, yeah sure. Um, okay, so they're inside a cage. And I can see a box right outside the cage that must be with the uh, urine. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And All right. All right. So they're sort of sniffing below the cage with the trunk. Oh, whoa. They're backing, they're backing up. They're backing yeah. up. Almost like shaking its head. Oh, it's like, okay, now it's doing this sort of, oh, it's like, um... It's like revving its foot, uh, sort of like where it digs in the ground for a second, like you would yeah. do right before you take off and run. Oh, it's making the elephant noise. Yeah. So I'll cool. I'll play it again. Yeah, she's kind of striking the ground, like not not into this, you know. She backs up, backs back up. up. Kind of pacing back and forth. Almost like ready to ready to charge, Yeah. ready to protect. There you go. Incredible. Right? And all all they did was just quickly smell it with uh, the end of their trunk, just like a barely a tap. And then, yeah. no, yeah. this is bad. Yeah. This sucks. Not having it. I'm out. Yeah, exactly. So those are some examples of how that portion of the personality assessment went. Uh, along with being introduced to three unfamiliar objects, researchers also asked elephant caretakers to fill out a survey about the animal's personalities. Uh, they also observed observed the elephants interacting with one another in their zoo habitats. Aww. So lots of care was taken to ensure consistency in, you know, to double check that those behaviors, that's who they are. Amazing. Those yeah. are the, that's what you want to know is how you, how you treat others, what you're like in your normal environment, and, and how you treat a box of piss, that's you know? Right. Not angrily. You don't angrily. want to, yeah. No, you don't <laughs> want to be friendly with a box of piss. No. You want to be mad. No, you're pissed. Yeah, you're, you're pissed you're about pissed. the piss. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> the Maharahi was definitely pissed. Yeah, so, very pissed. Uh, Dr. Marissa, please tell us the range of personalities between our 18 new friends. I would love to. All right, according to UWYO. Uh, dot edu and I quote overall Barrett and uh, Benson Amron measured traits such as active affectionate aggressive defiant excitable mischievous shy and sociable all which have been studied in other animals as well and quote that's right so just a side note those other animals well they range from sharks to fish to birds and even spiders there's over a hundred species where personality traits have been measured and documented. Wow. So, yeah, so personalities are not exclusive to mammals by any means. I'm so curious how this would go with sharks. Yeah. Or snakes. And spiders. Or spiders. Yeah. Definitely give it a Google. I, uh, I read about spiders and they, they do have some, yeah, there's some 
personality traits in a certain species. Really? Yeah. yeah, I know. I why do I love that? <laughs> I really love. Uh, what what's the word? Um, uh, like a shy spider. Oh, <laughs> what's the? Uh, oh shit! What was that? I'm having I'm having a brain. Charlotte's fart. Web. Charlotte's Web. There you go. Charlotte's Web. She there was a go. great spider. Yeah. Uh, so back to the to-do list. Uh, check. We have our volunteers. Check. We identified their personalities. Now, one question remains. The big question. Does the personality of an elephant play an important role in how well they can solve problems? Amazing question. So, you know what you uh, got to do? Uh, what we all got to do, y'all? We have to set up adorable elephant-sized puzzles for our elephants. Shut the fuck up. That's right. Oh, Oh, <laughs> so, oh! I think that you know what—that's that's my heart breaking. That's your heart breaking. Um, that's what that that, that pause was. <laughs> that yeah, was that. that's uh, that's my heart breaking. I I just need an elephant to put it back together. <laughs> okay, um, tell me, tell me more. So researchers set up three puzzles, and the elephants were given each puzzle three times. Okay. Uh, during each attempt, Lisa and Sarah documented whether they got faster over time and if their success could be traced back to a personality type. Oh. So what were those puzzles? And more importantly, are there cute videos for us to watch? Um, that was my next question. But yes. The answer is yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but before we get into that, Dr. Marissa, please tell us what tasks were set before our four-legged friends. Absolutely. All right, quote, the three problem-solving tasks included the trap tube task, uh, which is a common test used with primates, but which had never been used, uh, which had never been presented outside of primates before. A boxed ball and a rod ball, end quote. There you go. Cool, so they're getting a, they're getting a puzzle that was only used with... Um, Primates. Primates. That's right. So Very interesting. First time used with elephants. We're going to see what happens. I think they'll do great. Yeah. So what the hell do all of these things look like? Let's head on back to that YouTube channel, uh, the one created by Lisa Beret. Fuck yeah, Lisa now, Beret. Dr. Marissa, I would love to show you those videos. Now, please, would you just describe the puzzle and the elephant's behavior, et cetera, et cetera? Does that sound good? That sounds incredible. Okay. So we're in San Diego for the boxed ball puzzle. Okay. And little Mary is at the helm. <gasps> Mary! I know. I know. Oh. Okay. I was wondering so, when we would see her. <laughs> so let's hit play. Again, the video is like really short, so let me know if you want to see it a few times. Oh, I definitely will. Okay. okay. So. Oh my gosh. All right. So I, I see an overview of um, sort of a, a bird's eye view of um, little a, Mary. the cutest elephant you've yeah. ever seen. So little Mary. And this right here is the boxed ball. Uh, I see... Um, I see some sort of box so yeah. far. Okay. All right. So it's a ball inside of a box that's kind of slowly peeking out of a box. It's like a, if you put, um, it's almost like a basketball-sized uh, ball. Yeah. Okay. And? And looks like she's trying to get it out of the box. The hole is actually a similar size to the ball. Okay. Yeah, so it looks like the whole like task is to... Uh, Get it out. Yeah, it's hard. It is really, really hard. Especially, but she's working really hard. Like, she's moving it around. She's yeah. trying to see if she can grip it. Yeah. Um, I, I think the only solution is tipping over the box. But yeah, I can imagine she would get it after a yeah. while. So let's see if Debbie has a bit more luck with their experience. And this is with the rod ball puzzle. Okay. Okay, let's see if I can pull that up for you. And rod ball. Debbie, 
Uh, also cute. I, I mean, I did, a full disclosure: all of these elephants look very cute. They're they're kind of they're kind of tiny, which is really they're on the tinier really side. They're really small. <laughs> I, I they're, they're on the tinier great. side, and it's incredible. It's really awesome. So, uh, I'll include a screenshot of each uh, elephant too. Please do uh, on our yes. Instagram and Twitter because they're just just so huggable. Okay, yeah. so this is Debbie. Uh, with the rod ball. Ooh, okay. Walking right. into a room. I see it walking into a room. Okay. Oh, so it looks like a ball and then sort of stuck through it almost like a toothpick is a rod. Yeah. So, up. Oh, okay. So, Debbie is kind of pushing it around, uh, trying to see if it can pull out the rod. It's so yeah. cool that it goes straight up to it. It knows, like, this is something I have to do. Yeah. And it's almost out. It almost got it all the way out. It's just using its trunk to sort of grip the rod and just... Yeah, give it a good yank. Give it a good yank. So, that was the rod ball. And going back to my notes, now for the big one. And by big, I mean the more complex one. Ooh. It's the trap tube task. Okay, And okay. the one meant for primates. Dr. Marissa, please watch the next video and tell us what is the trap tube task and how do bamboo and achara in Oklahoma City handle it? And if you remember, those are the ones that... Handled the burn log. Oh, yes. The burned log. And, they were uh, a good time. Party people. They were party elephants. Party yeah. elephants. So, <laughs> <laughs> let's check out their reaction to the tube trap or trap tube thingy. Okay. So, trap tube task. Yes. Uh, Is it a ball inside of a tube that I'm looking at? Yeah. So that's an <gasps> apple. Oh, it's so an apple. Yeah. That's a, it's incentive. So it's a tube with an apple in it, but there's like a little dip here. I see. So, oh, so it, it's like a little hole in the tube so it can kind of push it out, pop it out almost. Right. Uh, otherwise, it. if it doesn't pop it out right, it falls into that trap. <gasps> I see. Yeah. I see. I see. Right, okay. So, let's see. This is, again, uh, here we go. All right. So they're trying to put up. Oh, they nailed it. Okay. So basically what they did is they pushed the trunk through the tube and pressed the apple through very fast, so it doesn't fall into the trap. Okay. So that was, I think that was bamboo, but so I love that was bamboo. The other elephant is pretty amazing. Watch this. Okay. Oh, this is great. This is what I would do. Okay. So the other <laughs> elephant is just banging on the tube, and then and then immediately shoves its trunk in too uh, irresponsibly, and it falls in the trap. There you go. <laughs> this is the one I relate to. Okay. Um, yeah. That was definitely the party one where it, it balanced the little log on its head and is now. Uh, trying to rip the tube off the off the wall yeah this yeah. one isn't here to get work done this one is here to have a good time That's okay right. this one did come here to make friends um but yeah uh, so great so um let's see that was the uh tube one so how did they all do and is there a personality trait that stands out above the rest when it comes to problem solving great question let's take a look now according to the researchers quote barrett and benson Amram found that the elephants did learn to solve two of the three tasks faster over time, oh. even though the elephants only received three trials on each task. Interesting. Amazing. Amazing. Now, traits including aggressiveness and activity were important predictors of problem solving overall, but the personality traits measured did not significantly predict learning ability. Oh. End quote. Okay, okay. So... I'm trying to think of a way to phrase it in my in my way. Aggressiveness was helpful. Yes. Uh, but overall, they could all kind of figure it out. Exactly. Eventually. Exactly. Yeah. No surprise that an assertive elephant would 
get the job done eventually. Of course. Uh, but one personality type isn't exactly better than any other type when it comes to learning. Yeah. Uh, they all improved over time. All of them got faster at two of the three puzzles. Uh, they probably needed more interaction with that last tricky one. Um, and I'm betting it was the uh, the trap tube one because it looked a little... I thought it looked a little too small for their trunk. Yeah, yeah. The first one had like a more slender trunk, so yeah. it could easily kind of poke it through. But the second one yeah. that started with the banging, it it couldn't quite get its yeah. trunk in. Right. Yeah. Exactly. It was a little, yeah, it was a little... So it was having bigger. a little difficulty. Yeah. yeah. So... So why even look for certain personality traits in elephants to begin with? Well, it's actually a great idea when it comes to certain contexts and situations. Now, Dr. Marissa, would you please do the honors and read the following as to why we should, you know, pay attention? Absolutely. All right. Quote, one reason it is important to examine problem solving in elephants is that they are faced with new problems that they need to solve regularly in the wild. For example, if certain traits enable elephants to overcome novel problems, elephants may be more likely to invade farmland and contribute to human-elephant conflict. With more research, managers can predict which elephants might overcome or habituate to deterrence. End quote. Fascinating. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so basically learning elephant personalities could help us get more efficient. We can direct resources where they're needed most. I love it. Yeah. Aww. And let's face it, zoos, safaris, they're not going anywhere, uh, but we can make them better by conforming those places to the animal's personal personalities rather than conforming the animal to the places. It's so funny that yeah. it's like, it's such a simple statement. Yeah in theory, but it it means so much, and it's something we have not been doing. No, not at all. That's incredible. Why didn't we just immediately think, what does the animal need based on its personality? Yeah, yeah. it's, uh, it's a new concept, unfortunately. Yeah. Well, so. I like that we are working hard to discover who these animals are, essentially, other yeah. than just, you know, beings that eat and shit <laughs> and... Um, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> they have, there's more to them. Yes. Yeah. I mean, just eating and shitting is great, but <laughs> there's a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, so this field is kick-ass and it's growing. Uh, more studies need to be done. And I, for one, have no problem watching more videos of elephants throwing things. And that is the end of episode 046. Um, I couldn't agree with you more. Uh, I know what I'm going to do right after we stop recording. It's I'm going to watch that elephant throw that log <laughs> a minimum of 20 more times. That is the best content I have seen. And I have watched every show on every platform three to four times. That's right. I even wrote a song about it. I'm not going to sing it because I care about our listeners. Yeah. But the lyrics are, I have seen every show three or four times. Yeah. That's relatable. Yep. Jesus, Lord. Yep. And this My is God. better than all of it. Yeah. Uh, so please send us your stuff. Uh, again, all of our email addresses and Instagrams and Twitter addresses are in the show notes. So please uh, send us your stuff. Send us <laughs> your stuff. If you, if you have elephant videos or you've learned something cool about elephants, they're yeah. really fascinating. There's so much to them and I love learning it's about incredible. them. It's always a good time. Yeah. And please stay interesting. Please do.